WGC Productions presents Retribution, a miniseries. You are now listening to episode two. Content warnings for this episode can be found at wgcproductions.com. Transcripts for this episode can be found in the same place. All right, go along now, and uh, you might want to be on your best behavior. You know how the neighbors can be. Tara, you look miserable. Did you get any sleep last night? Buck up, Neil, you old homebody. I've done you and me both a real favor. I stopped the drought. Rain should be coming any day now. Come again? I stopped the drought. Tara, what did you do? I told you, I... No, 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 no. I mean, what, what did you do to make you think you did what you think you did? I found the father. Miss M- Gravis? Yes, Willows. Keep up, Neil. Usually you're so sharp. Well, it's just... It- How'd you even find any of this out? Irving told me. Irving? Calm down. Yes, Irving. Apparently, him and Miss Willow Tree have been having an affair of sorts for the past couple of years. Well, he never told me how long it's been going on, but he said it happened more than once, so... He and Miss Gravis? No, him and Miss Betty. Yes, him and Willow. Neil, are you feeling okay? Tara McHale! Damn, I need to reinforce that door. Miss, you need to leave. Would either one of you thick-headed beasts tell me why my father burst into my room today talking about how he was going to murder Irving? Oh, that's bad. Yes, it is. Which is why I had to hitch a ride to get all the way out here. I figured you had something to do with it. I may have had a hand, but everything else was all Irving. He told me how you two got to know each other in the biblical sense. Oh, and Lord. And ha- how the baby was his. Oh, Lord! But he seems excited to be a father. The little boy couldn't take care of a rock. He owns he a, a flower, flower shop, shop Neil. Cornelius. Ain't the point. No. The point is, you've been digging in my business. Your business is all of our business. My farm... No one cares about your farm but you. You think your farm matters compared to this? I've got a whole new life to take care of, and it's already been stained with tarnish. Don't talk about it that way. Tara. No, you can't come in my house and talk about my livelihood that way. Now you best apologize or you better get out. (sighs) I'm sorry, miss. Could you just leave my sister and I for a quick minute? Uh, Take a seat in our uh, parlor. It's well furnished. This way, please. Tara and Mikhail, now I... I don't know exactly what you did, and it doesn't matter either. You can't go around talking to people like that, treating them like that. I mean, she is a lady. I'm a lady. Well, she's a pregnant lady, and you can't speak to her that way. Go apologize. You were wrong. No one respects me. No one respects what I do. Farming isn't just putting seeds in the ground, Neil. It's building a community. It's making something more than yourself for people who need it. Farming is a kindness, and I want to be kind. 
Neil, I don't know what I'd do if I had to shut down the farm. It's my gift. Well, you seem like you're under an awful lot of stress here. Uh, might it be better if you go back to Boston to rest? No. Tara. No, Neil. I can't go back there. That's home, Tara. Uh, this, this, all of this isn't anything more than a fantasy constructed in the middle of a three-year-long psychotic break. Uh, this obsession with the rain, that uh, fake accent you seem to have put on, this farm, it's all a dream, Tara. And what do you know about my dreams, Neil? That place is bad for me. With mother and father, I hate that man, Neil. I'll hate him forever. Uh, that man is the one who paid for this house. Lest you forget, it's his money you stole to buy this place. You're lucky you're his favorite, and he didn't ask me to bring you back to Boston kicking and screaming. Favorite? I should... Don't you ever, ever speak about that man like that to me again. I swear to God, Cornelius, don't pretend that he's some sort of saint when I've seen what he is. And what is that? You wouldn't understand. Well, how can I if you don't tell me? It's always secrets and lies with you. Tara only cares about Tara, yes? Well, I have a life, too, in Boston, where we belong. Go back, then. <laughs> you know Father won't take me back without you. Then I suggest you get comfortable. Oh, go to hell. It's getting awful dark, and I can't stand to be in here for any second longer. I'll walk you. I don't want to spend a single moment longer with you, either. I'll walk you out, Willow. Look, Willow, I- What? What's wrong with you now? Tara, what's the problem? Y you... You called her Willow. What? You called her... Oh, Neil, tell me it's not true. Maybe I should wait outside. You and Willow. Tell me that's not true. I... It, uh, now, wait a minute. Oh, Cornelius. I, I don't... You called her Willow. Not Miss Gravis. Willow. You said it with such tenderness. I... You took her hand. You... When I told you about Irving, that wasn't confusion. That was anger. When I told you about the pregnancy, that wasn't prudence. That was guilt. Oh, Cornelius... Is that child yours? I... I... I I'm not... I, I don't know. Well, you'd better know. You and Irving are the only two men who've laid with her, so the child must be one of yours. Well, what makes you think that we're the only two? You know how many men are in this town, and now that I've seen what she fancies, there aren't many like the two of you running around. Jesus, Neil, you had me going around looking like a fool when you were here the whole time. Are you even going to take care of her? I feel like I ought to tell someone. Uh, uh, please, please don't tell Father, Tara. I, 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 I'll be done for. He'll, he'll never let me marry now that I've gone and, and, and ru ruined some girl. I, I'll never get the business, Tara. And you shouldn't. Cornelius, take some responsibility, man. If I can even call you that. Jesus, don't you have any standards? You sound just like him. Do not do that. Do not compare me to Father. What? You do? So judgmental, so high and mighty, so convinced that your way is the only way. You know, for someone you claim to hate, you are an awful lot alike. You're not going to tell him, are you? Thank you. Go home, Neil. I don't want to look at you.
Two fathers. Two. One outsider. One who belongs to us. One child. Two girls. Too much to handle. Too much to know. So much was had. Too much to know. Yet the Lord without mercy won't let the rainwaters flow. The land is barren. The crops can't grow. Just this morning, another two families gone. Now the money's run out. We're a living swan song. Can't believe the preacher was wrong. I can. No one with that much self-love can be right. No way. Wonder how Willow is. Why, I remember when she was small enough to hide behind her mother's skirts, and now she's old enough to throw her skirt back for every man that walks by. Mattress on her back. Back to the sky. Open to every man who longs to pass by. Oh, oh, what a girl. Miserable girl. What a waste. What happened to that little girl? Her mother happened. Her father happened. What's that? Her father, the butcher. Oh? Oh. Right. Where were we? Which boy took her, we'll never know, but such salacious, licentious, delicious. Do you think we must beg for forgiveness, or do you think like a curse it will be given freely? Betty, you're throwing off our rhythm. Jesus. Heavy souls we shall be. But hush up. Here comes our cast of players now. Caught in some living drama. Boys, please leave me alone. I cannot. I love you, Willow Gravis. I want to be with you. I thought you loved Tara. I do. You can love more than one person at once. Uh, not legally. Willow, is this the boy you want to raise your child? Uh, now, I know we're not sure if this child is mine, but if it is, I will gladly send you and the boy up to some small town near Boston. Uh, uh, Salem, perhaps. Oh, Medford has lovely autumns. I don't want to leave, Neil. And why not? Because you're a sad man, Cornelius. Oh, and what does that make you, flower boy? Boys, stop being boys and be the men you told me you were. <laughs> and now you've got all these eyes on me. Just go. Both of you. I'll check on you later. We'll talk. You too. All of y'all too. Fine, Weepin' Willow. But we know where you are. We know it all. We know too much. Have I done something, God? Have I? Have I earned this? I've asked for so little, for so long. How much longer am I supposed to wait? Or have I got it all wrong? Is this what I've asked for? Is it? Because if it is, this is not what I want. If this is what I asked for, please take it back. You have to take it back. Let me try again. Let me try again. You, you owe me. I try so hard. You owe me. Willow, there you are. I've been looking for you. Of course she has. I've been looking everywhere for you, Willow. What do you want now? Haven't I been through enough? What else could you need to know? Willow, I I'm sorry. I am so sorry. What? 
Yeah, I... This whole thing. I was just sitting at my table thinking, remembering how I felt when someone did what I did to you. Stole my secrets and made them plain. I'm truly ashamed of how I acted, of how I treated you. You want to apologize? Why, no one has apologized to me since... Well, no one's apologized to me. Truly? Not even... Say your parents made a mistake. They wouldn't apologize to you? No. I mean, my mother died too young for me to... And my father, he... He's not the sorry type. Mine either. When he was wrong, he was always wrong. He'd just throw money at me. Like it was his money I wanted. Bullheaded man. I thought you would have liked your father. You were right. We must not have talked much. But I mean, why wouldn't you? He was rich and- Money doesn't have a single thing to do with it. You think Neil would be a good father just because he has money? Wait, that was- Sorry. No. Me and my father are- No. He's a fine man, I suppose. A man with friends who like him for more than his money. A kind wife. Neil loves him too, so maybe it's just me. But when he speaks, I... You know, three years ago, before I moved here, I was 24. There aren't many unmarried 24-year-old socialites in Boston, and the few there are have some pretty nasty rumors flung about. I had a pretty nasty rumor, and Father... Oh, how he hated it. Wanted me to be married off to a stately, respectable boy. I told him I didn't want to marry. Wanted to travel and see the world and be a person, not a wife. He told me that I didn't have a choice anymore. Of course, it, it didn't matter that I was already in love. We courted each other in secret for nearly two years before he found out. Poor people and my father never mixed, after all. He was a farmer, actually, my love. Wanted a farm out west. Said it would be his gift to the world. When father found out, father crushed his business. Told no one to buy anything even associated with it. Told him to not even sell to... I snuck up money, but I was discovered, cut off, and sent to a convent for reform. When Father sent for me and I returned home, I found out she... I, I, I mean, it, um... I'm not... Please don't... It's okay. Who do I have to tell? She died. Maggie. She, uh, she died. She, uh, she was 23, and she was so gentle with everyone, more than I could ever be. And she laughed with her whole body, like, with her whole torso, and she could just talk your ear off about everything you never even knew you wanted to know about. And she just had all these, she had all these plans about... How she was going to help the world with her food and her farm. And she just had so much she wanted to do. But she died because my father starved her out. My father. 
Do you know, he even orchestrated it so she couldn't be buried in the church cemetery. Said he left her in the road to be picked clean. He looked me in the eyes and told me that she... My family said I had a psychotic break. Stealing as much money as I could from the family safe, packing a suitcase, and taking the first train out of Boston to travel as far as I could? Of course, it's psychotic. Psychotic. It was perhaps the sanest thing in the world. God, I hope she's proud of me. I must be talking your ear off. <laughs> Sorry, I I've just never told anyone about this before. You don't have any friends, do you? I have Irving. Irving. Can I tell you a secret? I've told you all mine. I never much cared for Irving. What? I know, aren't I awful? I know you're only supposed to share yourself with people you deeply and truly love, but I never much believed in all that anyway. No, no, I get it. He can be unruly sometimes. Always so pushy. So excitable. And he can never stop his mouth from running. Never. It's just going all the time. Like, boy, <laughs> don't you ever get tired with all that talking. <laughs> huh. What? Nothing. Nothing. I just don't think I've ever seen you smile. Of course, you don't see me much at all. There. You know, if someone told me I'd talk to Tara McHale this many times in one week, I think they'd have lost the best parts of their mind. I know what you mean. I mean, after all, you are the Tara McHale. Act of God. Vicious girl. Miserable, Miserable girl. girl. <laughs> Still, that was nothing compared to you. What was that rhyme I heard some kids sing about you? Gravis is so shy, she never says a word. Locked up in her cage like a golden bird. As bland as flour and as smart as ice, she'll leave her house once, but Never she'll... Never leave twice. I heard that one. Never understood that smart as ice bit. You know, you must be awfully famous to have songs written in your honor. I'd never have a song. Honor? I don't think they describe you very well, though. I don't know much about you yet, but shy is not the word I'd choose for you. Spitfire, maybe. <laughs> What's ailing you? I wasn't shy. That it? You teasing me, Mikhail? No, obviously not. Because I'm not like you and all the rest of them. I got feelings. I'm not here to pretend and share with all town gossips. What'd I even do? I wasn't shy. I was scared. I was scared. Scared of what? Scared of what? Scared of... <sighs> of... You don't know? I've never known less in my life. Lilla, what were you scared of? You don't know. I thought everyone knew. Cletus, Miss Betty. Knew what? What my daddy does to me. I don't know how you couldn't know. They talk about it. They think I don't notice how their conversation stops when I walk in. How they scan my arms for bruises. I know they know. Miss Betty saw it happen. About seven months ago, I had upset Daddy one day. 
didn't make him his breakfast like Mama used to, so... He dragged me upstairs to his room. I can see Miss Betty's house from his window. She was there that day, staring at me. I watched her close the curtains. Oh, Willow. Oh, God, Willow, I... You must... I should have paid attention. I was just so wrapped up in my life, I never even thought about... Never tried to notice. I... I could have... What? Could have what? Apologized? Make promises, then do nothing? Willow, I'm sorry. You said... How many people know? Everyone knows. But Neil... Uh, Irvin couldn't... Irvin knows. Irving? I... Willow, that's awful. If I could... I don't need your pity. It's not... I don't want your pity. Don't touch me. Don't! Don't! We heard all the screaming. Just wanted to make sure it was... Alright. Ignore it. Speak up, child. Can hardly hear you. Ever since she was a girl, she had the smallest voice. Why, in the Christmas pageant- You heard me, and you knew. You watched. What? You. Watched. I cried for help, and you heard me, and you did nothing. I begged God that you'd save me, and you did nothing. I pray you all feel a fraction of what I've lived through. Now, don't be hysterical. These things are delicate. They weren't our business. Not your business. Girl! I was a child. A child. Look at me when I speak to you. Look at me. Look at me! One of you! One of you, just look at me. God damn you. All of you, every single one. Uh, Tara Ann! It was the most amazing I thing. Happened, I could feel my skin prickle in the wind. Miracle. What's going on? What's happening? Why are you two together? Rain clouds! Swirling rain clouds. Over your bar. Looked like it would burst any minute. Any second. Uh, any minute. And it's just over there. Just over your farm. Not a cloud over the entire rest of the town. Not a cloud anywhere else. Impossible. Truly. It's gonna rain? <laughs> it's gonna rain! Willow? Are you coming or what? Thank you for listening to the second episode of Retribution, a miniseries. Retribution was written and composed by Jade Madison Scott, edited and directed by Cole Burkhart. Terry McHale was played by Sophia Early. Willow Gravis was played by Sage Fortune. Irving was played by Beanar. Cornelius McHale was played by Elijah Yale. Miss Betty was played by Paige Elena. 
Cletus was played by Moses Puncian, and the Busy Bodies were played by Tom Anir and Inez Jacobs Hinton. The Retribution logo was designed by Julia Patrick. If you wish to support the show and have access to behind-the-scene exclusives, subscribe to the WGC Productions Patreon, which can be accessed through the website www.wgcproductions.com.